What's up, guys? It's Heather, your rom-com queen. Hey, it's Lucretia, your thrill seeker. And this is Stephanie, your wild card. And we are the The Reading Reading Sirens. Sirens. (laughs) Today we will be discussing Alex Six by Vince Taplin. This book, you will love it. You will be intrigued from the beginning scene. It starts off with somebody getting murdered, but that's not even the best part. This book follows the observations of Alex, who is a very influential person. She has the money to do whatever she wants. She could, she's hot enough to get whoever she wants, but the person she wants is inaccessible to her. So what does she do? She stalks them. <laughs> the whole time. And she tries to manipulate herself into his, well, she ends up manipulating herself into his life. Yes. Um, I won't tell you more details. You'll have to stay and listen. But just know the ending is not what you expect. Dun, dun, dun. And now we introduce this amazing author who wrote this book, Vince Taplin. We love him. Oh, I get it. I get it. Well, good morning. Good morning to you, too. Should we introduce ourselves, ladies? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I'm Heather. I'm Lucretia. I'm the one that initially messaged you in regards to coming on our show. Okay. And I'm Stephanie. Uh, We were connecting this morning. I was the one that figured our mishap when uh, I saw your message. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Who's lit? Who's Thank lit you. for lit? And I'd yeah. love it if you guys could tell me your okay. Instagram names because I have no idea who you are. Okay, so Stephanie, I'm 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 lit for lit. So that was me who was talking to you this morning. Perfect. Okay. And then yeah. Heather, I'm books and doggies. Okay. And Lucretia is here to read. <laughs> okay. Now, are you guys all in the same room? Yes. Yes. Wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> In the same room, drinking the same drinks. Okay, I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, great. We we just want to say thank you because you're our first guest author and we loved your book and we're happy to discuss it with you. And also for being super understanding about our uh, miscommunication. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine that, you know... um, Eight o'clock came and went, and I was still sleeping, actually. So I thought I blew it, and then I looked, and then no one responded, probably because you guys thought it was four hours later. (laughs) No, I'm not not worried one bit about it. Okay. Well, thank you. (laughs) So um, we just wanted to kind of have you on our show to discuss your new book. Um, We all got an opportunity to read it, and let's just say that we all kind of just loved it. We Oh, that's awesome. We're all kind yeah. of dark and twisted in our yeah. way, so. <laughs> Awesome. And, okay, it's really hard, I think, for a thriller to get us because we read so many of them. So your book pulled us in from the first, like, opening scene, that oh, first awesome. chapter. So That's I, so great. Yeah. We were really intrigued. Well, awesome. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's uh, the hardest part. So how, um, how, what inspired you to essentially kind of um, write Alex Six? I mean, 
that's a that's a good question. I, I I'll tell you, I was in Las Vegas uh, at a work trip, um, and I saw I was pretty blasted to be totally honest. And I oh. I saw this very wealthy woman who couldn't have been more than like thirty. I saw basically Alex um, with millions of dollars worth of chips cashing out in the wow. VIP line, and I knew. I don't know. I just knew something. I just, I had to do something with that. And, you know, she was absolutely gorgeous, absolutely loaded and alone. And I kind of started to think, boy, you know, a woman like that could probably get anything she wants. And I, I went, well, you know, not me, uh, not a lot of people because, <laughs> you know, happily married and this and that. And I went, well, but with that much money and looks and smarts, could you? And that was where the the question came from, you know, everybody has a price. Every, believe it, you know, whether you want to believe it or not, everybody has a price. And it may not be money. It could be, you know, sex or power or, uh, I mean, a number of things. Um, and and we found out more about that in Alex 6. Nice. So when did you decide just how or the extent to her stalking behavior and the extents to which Alex would go to get this man that she wanted. I mean, it all, you know, I, the cool thing is you guys read it in eight hours or something, and it takes me years to put this all together. So it looks like all this happens really quickly, but you know, one like the, the spoon, there's probably going to be spoilers in this thing. So if, if you haven't read it, <laughs> someone is listening to this. Uh, maybe not, but, um, you know, like the spoon and her, her, you know, stopping sweating from yes. burning sweat glands. I was working out at the gym and this guy next to me was talking about how he couldn't get his, his arm never gets dirty when he works outside because he got a, a really bad burn there and scar tissue doesn't, doesn't sweat. And so I went, Oh, you know, okay, cool. And I took a little note and then I went back to my crunches, you know? So I get to think of all these kind of crazy things, you know, over the course of 12, 24 months and I keep notes and then I go back and kind of piece them all together. What, what made you come up with living in a tower? Um, I don't know. I suppose there aren't that many places for really wealthy folks to live other than really big houses. <laughs> That's true. Um, do you think Kreia deserved more from Vic? Um... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they had a really good thing going until she was drugged. And and yeah. as a, you know, I don't know if you guys have kids or are married. Let's let's do a tally on that. Anybody kids are married? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know, those post-baby times are really freaking hard anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you know, you love each other and that carries you through and all that. But with mental illness added in and then not being able to get out of bed and this and that, and then a drug problem on top of that in the end, you know, that was the question is who wouldn't second guess a million things in those scenarios, putting their kid right. at risk, you know, yeah. I would, I think we all would even, and we don't know that that's somebody else pushing that agenda. But if that was just, if I found that out about my wife, it would be a really bad scene. So what did, did she deserve more? I don't know. I don't know. I think that's up for the reader, I guess. But to me, I think it played out exactly how I wanted it to play out. Nice. Um, um, how, how did you come to the conclusion 
that Vic would have that happy ending? You know, I didn't know. I, I had no idea. I wrote it all the way up until, um, all the way up. In, I feel like I'm just giving away so many spoilers, but obviously you all have read it. So, um, yeah. you know, I didn't know what I was going to do with the book at all in the ending. I mean, I had three or four different scenarios in my head. And when they got married in the end, um, that's when I started to s decide which way it was going to go. Um, so I'm so sorry. What was your question one more time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you come up to Vic having that happy ending? Because oh, yeah. we're you know, assuming that Kray is taking him back. But Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it was just one of the options. I, I really thought hard about him staying with Alex, too. Um, but he was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it, it, it's kind of comforting to know that the twist was also kind of a twist for you then, because we it were, was. how is mm -hmm. he with her? And then it was, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I figured if, if I didn't know, the reader wouldn't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what inspired you to use the vanilla bottle? Oh, I have no idea. I don't remember at all. I have no idea. That one just kind of, you know, I wish I remember it because that kind of became a staple of the book. And yeah. Yeah. Did Alex um, take it from his shopping cart? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that one came from. My wife really does make cookies all the time. So there's <laughs> a lot of cookies going around. Not as much lately. We've been trying to be good, which sucks, but um yeah, I don't know. Really good question, though. It's really become a really stand, uh, like a big standpoint in your book now. A lot of your fans have become like fixated on this vanilla bottle. And <laughs> yeah. it's so it's so yeah. out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's a really good. It's ended up being really good for marketing because now whenever anybody <laughs> sees a vanilla bottle, they think of me. So. I have, I have Stickers. I've, I've been I like looking for them everywhere. You're like, what? I know. Okay, so I just got so, and I am just going to shout you out because I think it's so awesome that the way you're giving these stickers are through having us donate money to mm -hmm. a cause. And I think that's such a great way to get people to look into these different causes. And um, I know I gave money to NAMI because mm -hmm. it w just seemed fitting with me to sure. look. The book has a lot of mental health going on in there. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, why not give back to, you know, a, a group that supports families that are having family members with mental yeah, health. Yeah, sure. So, sure. But I thought that was awesome that that's how you're giving these stickers is you're having people donate money, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's because you could be making money off of it. <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't think so. It costs, you know, my cost is a dollar, maybe dollar fifty or something with stamps and stuff. I mean, you know, it's not a lot of money, but I know, you know, the cool part about that is I can weed out who just wants free shit and who wants to actually <laughs> get a hold of it. So, you know, it's kind of cool, and we get to give back a little bit. And what a cool opportunity for me that for, you know, a dollar I can I can get a range of different amounts out there to different organizations. We're all just kind of helping other people through these, you know, stupid vanilla stickers. How awesome is that? Right? <laughs> so, no, it's cool. I, I, I really enjoy that. And I've had people, it's, it's kind of a game for me too, because I've had people turn me down and I've thought, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want free stuff, but then you're not willing to, and it was actually, I've had one turned down. I, I, so should not tell these stories, but I had one turned down who really wanted a Yeti. And I said, well, you know, make a 
a decent smaller contribution to one and I'll happily send you a Yeti mug. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, she didn't do it. And she yeah. said she had plenty of mugs and she already contributed and this and that. And I went, well, all right. So it's kind of a fun way to weed out people that just want freebies and people who think it's cool to help other people. And I'm all yeah. about yeah. that. So. Well, it's a great cause, so if you can pick up your stuff. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's whatever cause you want to, as long as it's, mm-hmm. you know, something humanitarian, not something like political or something. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to circle back to um, how you really kind of just broke those gender norms with this book. Um, you really, I mean, it's normal for us to kind of hear of the women being sexualized in movies and in books, and you really kind of, stepped out of the box with mm-hmm. him being sexualized in this book and you know it it just kind of kind of comes from a point of you know men go through this as well not just women sure yeah um i was wondering if you were trying to take a stand that men are in these gender norms too oh i don't have any stand on any of that i <laughs> i don't i don't dare wade in those waters i just thought it was a good story and you know everybody's sexualized at some point yeah, and yeah. um you know everybody has weird relationships and unhealthy relationships and those people with mental health issues and mm-hmm. you know it's it's all kind of tied together in that book yeah and essentially you did bring that to light though that everybody does get sexualized at some point mm-hmm. or can become a victim of being sure but you know it's not like Lucretia was saying, it's it can be it can happen to everyone, but we don't really hear about it happening to the males because mm-hmm. you know, just society they don't want to share that kind of stuff or they don't see it as being sexualized or victimized. So it was pretty it was pretty shocking in a way to see that in a book. <laughs> and sure. it it did bring a lot to light, like you said, when it came to even just family values and a lot of times people don't see how a family can come apart. And we really yeah. through this book of it didn't just happen from one incident. It was a series of like events that, yeah. that led up to, to him finally being like, okay, well, is it going to be you or is it going to be my son? And I'm going to have right. to choose my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No, that was, that was, uh, it was hard to write because I, you know, I did base a lot of my wife on Kreya. Her actual maiden name was Krika. So, Aww. Um, that's where it came from is Kreya and Krika and, and, uh, there, you know, there were spots that were really hard to write. I remember one part in the book where he like carries her upstairs and she's super frail and she's all fucked up from, you know, all the medications. And that was really freaking hard. I remember kind of laughing at how, how much it affected me writing that. So, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody's affected by mental health or, you know, drugs or whatever. So. Were, it was it was fun. Were any of your other characters uh, based on any of your friends or family members? No, <laughs> I don't play that game. Oh, I, I like I like Rob. You like Rob? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll tell you. I um, my <laughs> my actual attorney's name is similar to that, but I don't really know him personally very well. I mean, he's a great guy, but yeah. You know, so I think, you know, so yes, that one is very close. And his name is also that name. But, um, <laughs> you know, he's, I think that's the only one. And, and yeah, he's cool. Um, they aren't at all like each other in, in the real world. I just yeah. thought it'd be 
it was just the first name. I don't know why the hell I would do that, but it was similar <laughs> name. I just thought I would do it, but um, yeah, he seemed to be a pretty stable guy in the book, but yeah, um, you know, that was the fun part is it all made sense. I liked it Vic's did. perspective. I liked Rob's perspective. Yeah. Um, sometimes I liked Alex's perspective, you know, and they that were, was, yeah. I tried to make her as, I mean, I hate to say it, but likable in some spots as I could. Mm -hmm. And that was, I don't know if you guys caught, I used um, present tense for, for all of hers. And I used past tense for all of Vic to try to make the reader feel a little bit more in the moment with Alex, feel a little bit more yeah. of her. Yeah. Um, you almost felt like you were looking at things through her. Right. So I really like, I enjoyed that part because it made you really want to get into her mindset and figure out, because I think, okay, thinking back on it, I do question, wow, she, why did she do that? But as you're reading it, you're in her perspective. So it's right. almost like she's, she's not just walking you through it. You are living through Alex at that point. Yeah. So. And it's kind of fun and kind of creepy and, and it yeah. makes sense. I remember rereading some parts and being like, yeah, that's great. And then later going, what in the hell that is too, that is just wild. That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. She's crazy. <laughs> She was, but that made her character great. I mean, it did. like you said, it, she's kind of a likable, hateable person. And yeah. um, I think that's a lot of borderline with a lot of um, mental illness. You know, you have that aspect of a person that you just love. And then there's that part that they're just broken in. And right. Then you can't just grasp what they're going through. And sure. you kind of have to just say, do I love or hate them? <laughs> yeah. And no one really knew with her either. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't think her dad either knew. No. He just kind of like was, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> right. Right. And I can't, you know, I, again, I leave that kind of up to the reader too with her dad. Yeah. Is he a good guy or a terrible guy? You really and don't that know. that was my question too. Reading it, I, w I was thinking, okay, is this a dad that's trying to protect his daughter? Or is this a dad that maybe did some damage and is trying to clean up? after his daughter no, I, I don't know because nope. the mother the mother you know has a prescription pill issue from mm -hmm. who knows yeah. what um so you know was i don't know was he there for her or was he part of the problem was it just so many people have asked me for a history of alex mm -hmm. and not to you know pee in anybody's lemonade but i don't think it's important i think she just yeah, yeah. she just is the way that she is and mm -hmm how it happened to me isn't that important it's it's just that she is that way um so yeah she's a she's an interesting character for for me with her dad i felt like he's like i already have one hot mess with my wife i don't need yeah. for my daughter too like right. yeah together. Yeah. yeah that's right Th that's how i yeah. interpreted it like i already have a mess to i always have to clean up after mm -hmm. i don't need another yeah, right you know? like he's already used to doing all of that you know mm -hmm. he's just used to oh let's just lift up the rug again and sweep it under there <laughs> right right and she is spending a lot of money and and it's not yeah. clear whether it's her money or their money or company money mm -hmm. i think a lot of it's you know like she used a helicopter at one point yeah so that would be company money and mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily fall in anybody's payroll but that's freaking expensive and i would understand yeah. where he would come knocking on her door like Dude, what the hell, what are you doing? Like this, this is super expensive. What the hell is your problem? So, yeah. What was your response from your wife and your friends and your family pertaining to this book? Because I mean, <laughs> some of these reviews. I mean, I like I, that laugh. I, 
I'm a big reviewer person. And I read people's reviews and takes. And some of these people were like, this is so dark and twisted. You have to kind of be mentally fucked up in yeah. your mind to come up with this. How did your family react to this book? Um, I mean, my wife's awesome. She thought it was great. She read it all the way through. And I mean, she read it when it was a horrible, horrible draft all the way through. Um, <laughs> so, you know, she's so supportive no matter what. And that's, I mean, that's what you do when you're married and she's very, very good at it. Um, and so she's great. Um, my immediate family is great. I think some of my extended family that doesn't know me very well, probably, <laughs> probably thinks some things, but no, that's a fun, I'll, I, I, one of my favorite books is On Writing by Stephen King. And at one point he says, dude, you got to say goodbye to polite society if you're going to write anything interesting. And yeah. I don't know if you guys have read A Gentleman in Moscow. Have you read that? It's on my TBR. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't ruin anything for you. Damn, I, I got to pick a different book then because I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, I wanted an interesting book. And I'm, right. I, I, I don't want to do something that's been done before. And... The only way to have fun with it is to get a little crazy. Um, we all have those dark places in our mind. We all hear something once in a while that, you know, sparks interest or is a little crazy. Like I said, that, you know, that guy that couldn't sweat on his scar or whatever. And I yeah. think about the story here and there. You know, everybody has little pockets of crazy here and there, I think. Mm -hmm. But we all control it, obviously. And mm -hmm. I just have the luxury of being able to write it down and then over the course of 24 months, make a crazy book out of it. So, right yeah. um, yeah, uh, you know, friends and family, who knows? Nobody's, I don't think anybody's going to come to your face and tell you that they think you have problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. so, I don't know, supportive as far as I know. <laughs> um, I just also love that there were bits of humor here and there. And I have to say, one of my favorite quotes was where Vic is talking about I think a contract that uh, Alex had sent over and he's just like, well, desperation is us. Oh, I think it's when he's doing the, the gala and he says something yeah. like desperation is as subtle as a shark. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was dying when I, when I heard that I was laughing out loud. It, it was, it's my favorite quote. I actually wrote it down because. Well, that's like, awesome. <laughs> but it's true. Like you can tell when somebody is desperate for whatever, whether it's attention, whether it's, you know, yeah. money, whatever it is, it, desperation is something that is not subtle at all. <laughs> as sure. That's a chart. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You know, there's some lowbrow in there. I read a lot of uh, like hard case crime. Um, I, I love that old gritty, choppy pulp style. Um, and they usually don't hold anything back in that style. And that's um, you know, you write what you read, I think. And, and so I definitely have that choppy pulp style and I think those are funny as hell, inappropriate or not. I think they're funny as hell. So I appreciate that you like it. Some people really don't. You can peruse my Goodreads if you want to see how many people are not happy with some of my jokes, but um, I appreciate that you like them. Yeah. I'm like, you have to put some humor in there to get through a book like this, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The cookie recipe you share online for Kreyas, is that actually your wife's recipe? Yeah. Oh, oh awesome. Really oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're amazing. I mean, it, that's the real deal recipe. How did, um, 
Sorry. Yeah, I'm you got to try it. <laughs> that is absolutely the best cookie recipe you can find. I'm going to have to make some. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of your fans of the book, as well as some of your haters out there, are comparing it to Young Girl and Brady, the book. Mm -hmm. And I took it as a cross between misery and yes. single white female. Yeah, <laughs> I okay. haven't read single white female, but misery vibes, definitely. definitely. Total misery yeah, vibes. You know, yeah, sure. Yeah. Especially the scene where she ha she's drugging him up and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you're, you're very right. And I'm very flattered because I think I said it before. I just love the way Stephen King thinks and writes mm -hmm. and he's so damn casual about everything. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so good. So I appreciate that. That's awesome. Right. It, it just, it, it protrudes like creepy fan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So you just recently got a new tattoo, which we've seen on your face, uh, Instagram. Sure. What's your tattoo? Um, <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it has a bunch of flowery things on it. So I was wondering if it had something to do with the book. I just couldn't see it. Oh, no, I'm sure not. I don't. Let me let me look here. Um, <laughs> it's going to have a vanilla extract bottle. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Let me look at my Instagram and see what picture you're referring to. Um, it was literally probably maybe a couple days ago that you posted it. New tattoo in the works. Um, oh, like in my stories, probably. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I've been working on like a quarter, like a half sleeve, basically, on one of the sides. And it's just, I have a, I have a, a life and death side basically one has like skulls and stuff and oh, the other has okay. like angels and my kids names and my wife name and uh you know angels and stuff i didn't say that so. <laughs> oh that's pretty cool um so i've just i've been working on that for a long time working progress mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it is and it's so fun they're so addicting and they you are. know i lived in the corporate world for a very long time where you know even though tattoos aren't taboo once you get higher in the scale, they are, uh, whether anybody wants to believe it or not, at least in some companies. So I've always shied away from it. But now that I've been on my own for many years, I'm embracing it and saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I want. <laughs> well, we're excited for the finished product. So yes, what about what about you guys? We talk all about me. Who has tattoos? I have I four. Do. I have one, two, three. Okay. Three. And I have plans for like five more. Okay, <laughs> do it. I haven't gotten them started. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. a couple. Um, I think as my my son got older, I kind of shied back from getting more just because I didn't want that to be like a big standpoint, like where you can get tattoos yourself just because you turned 18. So, okay. <laughs> so as he got a little older, I was like, well, I'm just going to stop for a little bit. And then maybe later I'll just kind of progress and add more. And now he has tons of tattoos which is <laughs> the opposite of that yeah. <laughs> yeah. look what you've done yeah. <laughs> yeah see and i grew up to where tattoos were taboo like you were talking about and so the right. very first thing i did when i became and my parents knew it was coming my my <laughs> grandma was over from guatemala because she's from guatemala and well she's passed away now but uh she was over and i remember i got there and she was the first person i showed my tattoo and she was like oh it's so beautiful like, oh yeah of so, course. and That's my so mom nice. was fine with it after that i'm still the only one in my family that has tattoos and 
Um, I think too, because at, at my, t- I'm, I'm a therapist for a living. So, oh my. <laughs> so a lot of it, um, I had to hide at first and I think I, now I have like blue hair and I'll have pink hair sometimes and, <laughs> and they just learn to accept it even at work because they, they don't tell me anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like these, it's the type of things where people should be comfortable expressing themselves however they want. Yeah, I think I I wouldn't really care if my son got a tattoo at 18 as long as it was something he was going to like forever. <laughs> They're very permanent. That's not too much to ask, age. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I mean, me and his dad both have tattoos all over. So, but I see that, like, I, yeah. I mean, I just know for me it had the opposite effect. Well, for Joey, too. <laughs> yeah, for my yeah. son, he just turned 18, and he went into the Navy, and, mm-hmm. you know, when he became 18, or turned 18, I was like, no, you can't have a tattoo, but that was just the mother instinct in me, and like, no, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, that pushed yeah. him. Yeah, and then as soon as the moment he turned 18, he's like, well, I'm getting a tattoo, and I'm going into the Navy, so I'm going to get more, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we do. We fight, and he gets tattooed. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was just one of those like moments where I need to stop before he like starts mm-hmm. getting these things. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, you had mentioned that you really enjoy Stephen King. So, what was your favorite Stephen King movie? Stephen King movie? Mm-hmm. Or oh. book? Oh yeah, I mean, um, definitely books over movies. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you know what though? It was pretty awesome. I will say that the the movie. Was, I didn't really. I had. A, I struggled with the book. That was just too. You know, he had several different phases. Um, and I could go into that. You know, he had when he was doing a bunch of drugs, and then he had when he was. I don't know. I see his career in like three different phases. But um, favorite book? You know, I really like the Dark Tower. At least the first three books. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a book called Joyland that's really not well known that it's in that uh, hard case crime series that I thought was just so damn good. It's, it's short. If I had to bet, I bet it's, you know, 30,000 words or something. Um, but that's awesome. That's a great summer read. Um, so yeah, that's good. I'm going to, I'm going to switch back to you. You said you were a therapist. Oh yeah. Me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How was that reading about someone with mental illness and seeing it through their eyes? Uh, it was different. I think as much as you want to, as a therapist, put yourself in their shoes when they're telling you stories, it is very different to have them tell you and then to see it through someone's eyes. So it, it was definitely very enlight- enlightening to me. Um, the thing that I, I just kept on, so with Kraya, I kept going back and forth like, oh, what is her diagnosis? And then I was like, okay, stop trying to diagnose a character. (laughs) Stop doing your job. Enjoy what's going on. (laughs) And then with Alexa too, I think that's why for me, I was like, well, what happened to her? Like, because usually with mental health illness, it can be triggered by something or it can be, you know, generational. And so I think that's why for me, it's that pull of um, like what's going, what happened to them. Or even in Stephen King novels, a lot of times they'll tell you the backstory to the characters. Sure. And so um, that's where I was like, ooh, I wonder what happened to you and how can we fix it? But I mean, Alexa, sorry. (laughs) I don't think there's any going back from there. (laughs) I don't think there is. I think she pushed it a little hard. I did mention, though, that she's had issues in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Like when she took out the therapist 
office. She, yes, I think she said, um, yeah, <laughs> that must've been hard for you <laughs> being a therapist. You're like, holy shit. I gotta, but, gotta okay, so I, before I was a therapist, I worked at a school site where they would send a lot of the kiddos who were very violent. Oh, good. And I, I call them kiddos, but, um, they were in high school, so they were bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I, you know, I grew to love a lot of them. Like you, you see these kids day in and day out for four years and you know, their life and, you know, they, a lot of them don't have families to come home to you or, you know, you would see a lot of behaviors when the kids are about to go on summer break or about to go on winter break. And it was just so heartbreaking to see that something could have changed for them in their past and maybe the, their future would be a little bit different. Um, but it was definitely a scary, I think that was the scariest time in my life because I never knew when was going to be the day that one of the kids was going to try to kill me or try wow. to, you know? Um, and so I think reading Alex six, I was like, Oh, okay. So just like this or just like that, you know? So that part wasn't, it, it, it really intrigued me and I really wanted to keep reading because I wanted to see like what, how did she get to that point? Yeah. Um, but I, I, it wasn't as scary now because I think now I work in a more controlled setting than I did before. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But the opening scene was pretty intense. Yeah. It was, a, yeah it was a shock. It was, yeah. That's so, that's so good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really struggled with what to put in there because it's not necessarily like the rest of the book. Um, it was different. So, uh, yeah, that's it's so hard, you know. And I'm not, I'm not a formal. I've, I've never had any formal training in in writing. Um, I'm not an author, you know. This is something I do for fun. Uh, last summer, when COVID hit, all my businesses kind of took a shit for a little bit. Oh no! And I, I found myself laying in the driveway drinking mimosas in the summer, and I thought, you know. <laughs> I could probably dig up some of those books and throw them out there and see what happens. Um, and that's how I picked Alex six to just kind of throw against a wall and see what happened. And it's ended up okay. Yeah, it's such a good book. We're definitely it, recommending it to everyone that we talk um, to. I sent well, awesome. it to my sister and she read it in a day. And she that's awesome. Loved it. That's awesome. I really appreciate yeah. it, that. It was a really great book. I mean, thanks. You're not a formal writer like you indicated, but I mean, we can see some really good progression. I mean, we can see you as a big writer. And yeah. Thank you. At some point, I know you say I'm just an indie writer, but I mean, I can I can see this book coming, turning yeah. into a movie or yeah, kind of I can too. A... Well, thank okay, you. So, one of my questions for you was, if you were to write a second book, what would would you want it to be? somewhat similar to Alex six or would you consider something along the lines of like her I know you said her past isn't important but <laughs> but like of her like progression into this pretty much stalker before. killer yeah like the before the before Vic yeah oh, Alex Alex um I I have another book that's going to come out hopefully by the end of the year. Um, awesome. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with Alex six. I, <laughs> I've had enough people poke me and say they want an Alex five that I oh, like, cool. I can't ignore that. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. But I, I have to finish this one that I'm rocking now. 
Um, it's different. I don't talk about it. I actually don't talk about any of my writing at all with even friends or family until it's done. Uh -huh. um, just my wife, because honestly, nobody really cares. And that's not, it's not supposed to sound negative, but like, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that with the arts in general, you know, whether you have a band or you're a painter or you're a poet or an, an author or whatever, in general with the arts, you know, it's a, it's a great it's a great thing for people to do, but when people start to talk about it, everybody just kind of glosses over. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not a negative thing. It just is the way that it is. So I really don't talk about it with anybody. Um, and that's, this is really cool to talk to you guys about it and talk to other, I have author friends now and, and, you know, lots of reviewers like yourself. And it's so stinking cool to talk about it. Cause I just, in my normal life, um, I don't remember the last time I actually talked about my book. Um, and you know it's fine it's just, it is and i'm sure all other authors go through this because just nobody wants to hear about it nobody wants to hear about your book you know so um i don't really i haven't really mentioned to anyone what the second one is about or this next one mm -hmm. um and i'm going to keep it that way till it comes out can you share the genre oh same genre thriller oh okay awesome <laughs> Because we're huge fans of yeah, good. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I know we're gonna read it, and hopefully you'll agree to come on again. And this time we'll have the time zones right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes, we're a huge fans. So one of our um, we kind of summarize our books and how we rate them in general. And one of our, our ratings is: Would you consider reading more from this author? And I know you said that you're not an author. This is just for fun, but we yeah. definitely would read more. So, oh, well, that's yeah. awesome! Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Yes, definitely. As soon as it, it comes out, we will be purchasing. Yep. So. Oh, you guys are awesome! So everybody, it's such a fun hobby. hobby. It really is. And now that I know that people care, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. it's even more fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. We cool. Are. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Of yeah. course. We really We're, appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We're super grateful. Again, apologize for the, the time mishap. Oh, who cares? It's once fine. you okay, so once Ooh. you said noon, I think we all we were all like, what? And then we all were like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, not eight <laughs> o'clock. Backwards. That's okay. I slept so, through yeah, it anyway, so much. it's no problem. It all right, well like a twist for an author who writes about <laughs> twists. Yeah, right? Oh, I felt terrible because I thought I slept through it. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> No. Eight o'clock. I thought you well, said ten. Tell your wife we appreciate you allowing us to take you hostage for during Sunday fun day. <laughs> All my kids are sleeping and my wife is sleeping, so this oh, is perfect. Okay. okay. Oh, that's good. Though. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, you guys, I appreciate it so much. Thanks for the the love on Alex Six and for me. And uh, I hope to hear more from you guys. And I'll keep an eye on your uh, on your uh podcasts and we'll talk hopefully soon yeah, okay thank, thank you, you. all right thank day. you bye bye so that brings us to the cover of alex the six how did you guys feel about the cover in general i you know what looking at the cover it doesn't really give much away it doesn't so i the cover didn't pull me I think if we were doing your challenge where you like, you know, are you picking it by its cover? I would have probably been like, oh, it looks very blah. Like, I don't know. But because I knew it was a thriller, that's what caught me. 
I like yeah. the colors. So yeah, the the colors were good. The physical but... colors were great. I mean, mm. but looking at the book, I'm doing this whole judge the book by its cover, and I don't read the synopsis. But I mean, it's literally a name. Mm-hmm. It almost number. reminds me of like the back in the day windows, like when you're opening up your computer and the windows sign comes on, like that's it, like a PowerPoint presentation. That's what the cover reminded me of. So it the was cover really generic. A, yeah. I mean, kind of, what kind of cover would you guys have wanted for this? Book? Okay, do after you remember, reading it. So after reading it, and I saw his, um, he posted like this video where it's like black and it has like the neon lighting oh, and yeah. the mm-hmm. vanilla extract bottle. That would have been freaking awesome. If I would have seen that, I would have been like, ooh. Yeah. Sex, drugs. <laughs> Red light district. Red light, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, it just was really blah. I mean, granted, it was white with kind of blue lettering. Yeah, like just some pastel there, but, colors. Yeah, yeah, it was just really. It, it was almost comforting. Like, I mean, which is the opposite of the book. Book? Yeah. yeah. Like pillowy. Like, it reminds me of like. A J.C. Penny like catalog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just really blah. I mean, the I mean, like he indicated, he was just really not. He's not really a writer, so I don't know if he really had that direction in regards to mm-hmm. how to establish a cover, or, or if he did it on purpose and was like, hmm, let's yeah. not let them into what's going to happen here. That's yeah. true too. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those books, like the cover. If you are judging us by its cover. This was not the book. Yeah, definitely not. The book is, Yeah, and the title, the title was Blossom 2. I mean, granted, it was the name of one of the characters. Mm -hmm. And 6 was a secret in the book. Yeah. What? You know what we forgot to, or I was thinking too, like, did they do 6 and 9 on purpose? Because oh, you know how that was that part room number me off to one of her rooms was six, and then the room where she had all the cameras, right, was nine. nine. So I'm like, well, huh. she said it was nine. Well, it's a nine. But when he, but when he turned it, it, it was a six. six. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And that's why he created the title. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just blah. Like, when you're, when you're judging a book by its cover, you don't know that. So yeah. when you read Alex Six, you're like, what, what is heck? this going to be mm-hmm. about? Yeah. There's no kind of in-depth No, it doesn't give you a clue. It doesn't tell you you're about to go on a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Alex is the six, or he is the six, or he is six. <laughs> or if you turn it. <laughs> He's a nine. If the number was on there. <laughs> well, so it's spelled out, too. So it, yeah. For Alexa, he was a Well, which, nine. okay, so at first, okay, so here's where... So Alex Six, I thought, okay, that's her first and last name, right? And then I was like, wait a minute, Livingston? Who is this Livingston? <laughs> and then it made sense. I was like, oh, okay, Six is the room number. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the relatability to the characters? You know what? This is crazy, but I can relate to all of them. <laughs> Me too. I related a lot to Vic's pull for wanting to protect his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got him on that on that part. Don't even spur him though. But <laughs> how yeah. he wanted to protect his but family. He, yeah. It's almost like he had this goal of like, what can I do for my family with all this money? Mm-hmm. He was trying to make and, sure they were set. Yeah. Even uh, Alex, I think a part of me was like, okay, I can see how you would think that would be okay, but it's not. Well, he was you know? money driven too. Oh, like, like when yeah. you're money driven, that's kind of. 
in a man's mind mindset, it's more like I need to provide for my family, I need mm-hmm. to support my family, I need to essentially mm-hmm. be the caregiver yeah. for everybody. And mm-hmm. you know, when you dangle this, even evolutionary wise, it's like, oh, this is how I'll do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. you dangle cash in front of them, let that be a hundred dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, they're gonna freaking jump on it. Right? And mm-hmm. okay, men love to jack off, so you're telling me <laughs> okay. all I have to do is jizz into a cup and I get all this money for my family? Hell yeah, right? That's easy. I do that. <laughs> the right. part where she kept having to push him further and further, like, oh, come hold my hand while they put it in me, and then she's like, oh, I just can't. okay. I was like, oh my god. Me, I was like, okay, men obviously think with their downstairs head because I'm like. When she was literally whispering to you, I'm coming as they're basting her with your jizz. <laughs> with the other, like, the two lawyers were in there, yeah, the other doctor. The doctor, like, yeah. Oh, that was the part was, well, she's just, she's not twisted. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. So her mentality was like, I'm going to get off regardless of what happens. So you're mm-hmm. with me or not. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, she was, or I can't. She was pushing the boundaries. She was like, yeah, okay, was. what? Like, can, can I get, get away into? With... Okay, tiptoe over that line next. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay, I can do that. Okay, next line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're going to cross that with me? All right. Yeah. And he allowed it to happen, so. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys swept in from the start? Huge. I was. I was. That so like, oh, my God, the knife Which I totally had deja vu. I was like, wait, I've heard about this before. So I don't know if I literally did just have deja vu. Yeah. But it was, I was like, yes, I love yeah. this. Yeah. Well, the moment any thriller starts off with a slasher, yeah, <laughs> right? that's... it is like going to draw you in regardless mm-hmm. of what you do. But... And then just how she described the knife as sticky, like afterwards, it wasn't even like, I was oh, like, I killed her. It was like, oh, my knife is dirty now. Ugh, Gross, please. you peasant. <laughs> I felt so bad for the homeless man. Oh, the one I got framed? Yes. Yeah. Which tells, okay, so this is where I got, like, the Jekyll and Hyde vibes because she's so fucking smart. Mm-hmm. She was. She's covering she's, her tracks. Yeah, she's, like, that line between insanity and genius. She was just, like, okay, I'm, I killed her, but do I really want to go to jail? No, okay, so I'll frame this other person mm-hmm. who has no idea what's going on and nobody's going to well, believe. Well, a lot of killers in society, even in real life, mm-hmm. are that borderline between Like the Unabomber? Yes. He was freaking a professor and... Mm-hmm. Oh, They're just man. like extreme Ted Bundy. And, yeah. Um, or even charismatic, just like yes. her. She has all these friends. I mean, was it Ted Bundy, the one that he would be like, oh, you guys, my arm is broken. Please help me take down these surfboards. Kill, kill. Kill. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the overall plot? I liked it. I was pulled in from the start. Um, I did like it a lot. Um, the only... I wouldn't even say it's really a, like a markdown for me. I just... There was um, like a kind of like a lull at some point where it and I think it was mostly because I was like, Vic, how are you so naive? Because to me, it was like, okay, next contract. Okay, this didn't work. Next contract. That part to me, I was like, what's going on here? And Vic, you Why don't you realize mean? anything, any of this is happening. But even then, I feel like it still pulled me because I was like, how naive or how is he really going to, how far is he going to let this go? Yeah. Um, and then I, 
yeah. So that's where the, there was a little bit of a lull for me, but not too big. I but liked I, it too because, well, it's different from anything I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think how could there not be a, a lull if you start off with a kill scene, you know? So, right. yeah. yeah. So I think it was just that whole like, wait, you're really going to take her up on the contract? That was the only part where I was like, hmm. Um, I was just going to say, like, I feel like in not to belittle men in any way, but men are susceptible to this reaction. Mm-hmm. A little bit of money, a little bit of a they want me sling type of I yeah. want you. Um, and they're hooked. Like mm-hmm. they're so easily distracted by mm-hmm. money, fame, women, and lust. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because he even says, like, oh, I feel like I'm in high school again. Yes. Which, the other thing to me, I was like, wow, he's actually pretty strong because he did fight off a lot of her advances he did. for a long time until he was, like, older too. deceptive. So, yeah. I mean, if he was in college, it would have been a whole different ballgame. Oh, but sure, yeah. But Vic was married with a kid and... And trying to help his wife, trying to keep their businesses afloat. Yeah. So, I mean, he knew like there was repercussions yeah. in regards to that. I give um Kreia props because if somebody's messing with your meds the way that Alex did to her, got her hooked on drugs and everything else, how did she not die? Or so, like the like become a life you know, it. just meds yeah. too. No, she was she messing with her meds. Uh-huh. She was like, ooh, ooh. Can you guys imagine Uppers. and that's where I go back to the genius that is Alex, though, because Miss Livingston learned all this information about what meds would mimic what disorders and gave her uppers, gave her downers, Mm -hmm. depending on what she wanted her to do. And she knew that doing this would she I mean, she observed the crap out of Vic to know that this is the one thing that's going to hurt him and get him to leave his wife or mm-hmm. get him to come to my arms. We're ready to be happy for The part I was having a problem with was imagine somebody walking around in your house while you're asleep, talking to your son, like, oh, I'm going to be your mom, and you guys not even knowing she's in your house. Not even just that. Imagine somebody has trackers on you. They're watching mm-hmm. you. It gave me the vibes of, have you guys ever seen The Ring? Mm-hmm. I, I want to say there's a scene in there where there's a room full of TVs or maybe I'm thinking of like scary movie three when they're mimicking the ring but there's like a room full of cameras and the cameras or the TV see everything that's going on in people's lives I was like damn this is big brother to the extreme because she even got all of his renters yeah. yeah she got cameras everything. in there because she could see there's, wherever he was at and then her story for oh it's because we my ex-husband and I just wanted to watch our dogs while we were out. Like, mm-hmm. well, she was professional at that point. She had been yeah. obviously at dopamine scene, like you indicated. She kills her therapist. She was already in therapy because she's freaking mentally insane. Yeah, hello. Mm-hmm. There's some type of underlining problem there. Mm-hmm. She's been fighting this problem for a really mm-hmm. long time, so she's familiar with the process and how. Yeah, medication. Works. How to get? Yeah, so she, and her mom was an addict too. Her mom would pop pills all the time, mm-hmm. so she's probably learned a lot of that. Do you guys think it was true to the genre? Yes, I do too. Shock Definitely. after shock after shock. It was, it was great. I love the twist at the end. 
the double triple twist mm-hmm. <laughs> she got what was coming to her yeah and then the fact that they had the whole island to themselves they were drinking all weeks everybody saw them all lovey-dovey and, no one was gonna suspect yeah. that he was gonna drown her Dude, in even Vic just thinking I'm gonna just moan out as much as I can so everybody knows how much I'm enjoying he's like I make sure I'm loud yeah. So that everybody well, would hear. Yeah. For me, I I love the twist, but for her to go out like a little bitch was like I, I expected more from her, more mm-hmm. of a fight, more mm-hmm. of a reaction, or more of a I know what you're doing. Yeah, me too, because she is so she's I think she's just a mad genius. And yeah. for her to not even see it coming. I think she was like yeah. in ecstasy though, like, oh I finally got him his mind. She but didn't think had, it, I don't think she saw it coming. For months. I'm yeah. like honeymoon phase would have been oh but, but she she he did let her adopt his son. So she she, she oh, thought I, I already have it all. I don't have to worry, he's mine. Right. But I feel like a uh, and I just this is just me being more. a part of her like because I think in reading the book you guys will see that as you're reading it through Alexa, you're reading it through her eyes. So I feel like she was all seeing, all knowing, mm-hmm. not to make her sound godly, but she knew everything. Like she would observe, she was a good observer. She knew like what meds to use. She knew like how to ploy like and get this man to she love knew. her. So I would think she would have seen through him mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. and been like, this is a little too easy for me. Why? Well, on what's top of that, it kind of circles back to the whole love is blind type of thing and mm-hmm. I get it but there's also that she was a mad genius throughout the book and for you to be that blinded by one by particular love, by an man emotion. Yeah. and for him to kind of like pull this rule against you and say fuck it it is what it is mm-hmm. and she just kind of went with it she mm-hmm. her she didn't even put much of a fight at the end no I think you gotta, give, my, it, you gotta was, give it to Vic too for Knowing what he had to do to make her believe him, he yeah, saw how true. how crazy she was. And all the cameras, mm-hmm. all that stuff. He knew what he had to do in order to get his family to be safe. So he so he, he had to be a, a little bit of a mad genius too. There at the end, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, honestly, I think part of me would want to know what was she thinking at the end, like when she's when under he's holding her down under the water. Yeah, that would have been perfect for say, me to just have oh, a shit. chapter of her. <laughs> Like, just her thoughts going in there and seeing, like, maybe that would give us some insight as to why she just gave up. Like, maybe she was like, oh, well, at least I got what I wanted for a month. Or I just want to know what she was thinking. Like, he's, put, he's drowning you. What are what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. I've, I've followed you this fight. whole time. Yeah. I want to follow you till death. You know? <laughs> till death do us part. That Alex. was really hard for me. Now, to what I say that the overall plot was good, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at the very end, for her to kind of just, like, submerge herself and say, mm-hmm. it is what it is, mm-hmm. yeah, that was kind of a hard scene for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm a fucking psycho, I'm going to fight you to the end. But that's just mm-hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, my only low was just that beginning part. And honestly, it was just the part that didn't have action, which was, like, maybe one chapter mm-hmm. where they're just telling us about Vic being, like, out of service and becoming a professor. And then, mm-hmm. boom stalker happens yeah. so yeah. it was pretty much nothing <laughs> you know overall i'd give it five starfish um i i gave it a five as well just for the simple fact i love everything about the book and mm-hmm. he continues to instill this i'm just an indie writer and i'm mm-hmm. i'm not really an author but, but you he's are. right yeah yes. 
like he's a master storyteller like I would love to see more of his work and how he progresses this as an author and Mm -hmm. he has stepped back from his you know his actual professional roles and Mm -hmm. I would love to see him to step into that author role and say hey this is who I am now I'm here like this is my name you're gonna know yeah and his this book made a stand for me I'm Mm -hmm. a huge thriller fan as everybody knows but I mean this is one of those books that just kind of draws you in and from this gory gory glory yes (laughs) to the Underarm burning, burning. The she vanilla. burned her armpits for him. Mm-hmm. It's oh. just, yeah. I mean, you have to be kind of mentally fucked up to come up with these mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah. Not saying that Vince is mentally fucked up, but I'm just saying you have to well, be in that but, state of yeah. mind. And as you guys heard in our interview with him, he heard this from other people. So I mean, he he, he, he was in, able to get the, that those tidbits of information and mix it into this amazing book that he wrote. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though it took him years to do, which, shout out, you have to be really dedicated to yeah. Yeah. commit yourself to that. But, I mean, it made a great story. And mm-hmm. although I would love to see the end go in another direction, um, that doesn't deflect from his overall concept of the book. The concept was great. And I mm-hmm. love the sexualized version of a man's standpoint versus a woman's standpoint it was mm-hmm. really different from breaking those gender norms and I really love how he kind of summed up everything mm-hmm. me too yeah I would definitely give it five stars ish too like I said I mean the only bit of a lull to me was the part that was one chapter of the book that wasn't thriller <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was you have to do that in a book you have to have a backstory for at least one character so I get it but I loved it, and I love thrillers too. I mean, this honestly, we have we had just read a thriller before, mm-hmm. and this one blew that one out of the water. It did for me it, too. It did. I I was I was swept in from the beginning. The characters, I you either love them or you love to hate them. You know one of these characters in your life, at least one, or maybe it's just me. I don't know. Sorry, I know some <laughs> fucked up people. I guess, um, but it it definitely drew me in. I loved it. I and like. Like Krisha was saying, you know, he's very humble mm-hmm. in that he doesn't say, oh, I'm this great author. He's actually, he kind of plays down what he's, he's written a masterpiece, you guys. We haven't yeah. read anything like this in a long time. No. And for it to be one of the genres that we do focus on a lot, it's it stood out. And that's a lot. I feel like in during quarantine too, like, mm-hmm. I want something out of the box. I don't want yeah. that rom-com or that cheesy romance or or even the thriller that you can guess you know this was one that kept you on your feet on your toes like you're just like oh what's What's next yeah (laughs) so I I loved it I love the characters some more than others of course I love the plot honestly I thought the twist was when she had him on that bed strapped down injecting stuff in his body and then another twist came, and then another, and mm-hmm. it's it was an amazing and it was an amazing book, and he did a really good job of writing it and keeping us on our toes. So I loved he did. it. I'm glad you guys liked it because this one is one of my picks, and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the book itself. And for you guys to enjoy it too, it was just kind of a bonus. So I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> good job, Vince. Yes,
Hey guys, so that brings us to our segment, our favorite segment. Fuck, marry, kill. (laughs) (laughs) So my fuck on this book was Alex, just because you know I like that crazy. He's Mm. and uh, (laughs) you just know she's gonna be fucking good in bed. Like you just know it. Uh, My Mary was kind of an oddball, but I would love to fuck Alex's Alexa's um, dead husband, Francis. (laughs) Yeah, just because we did hear a lot from him, Mm -hmm. and he was, like, the victim of her obsession. obsession. Yeah. 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 He was just one of those, like, innocent bystanders, Mm -hmm. so... Obviously, we don't know if he was good, bad, or evil, but at this point, who cares? I would totally marry him. Um, my Carol would also be Alexa. <laughs> you guys, she's a praying mantis, okay? I totally she am. will love you and then kill she'll you. Kill. She's going to tear your fucking head off and you're going to love it. <laughs> she, I'm just a sucker for that crazy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Vic did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he loved his freaking borderline mental illness mm-hmm. and crazy at the same time mm-hmm. yeah so in the fuck section i would also fuck alex there's that scene where Vic is talking about her and then she's also describing what's happening and you're talking about like the insides of her and how it feels and it just it was super passionate and something about it just drove me in and i was like wrong like i would love to feel that not that i haven't before but you know like if you're like that, I feel like he described that as like every single time they fucked, he felt that passionate about it until after he discovered who she was, you know, but, <laughs> but it sounded really good. So I would totally fuck Alex. Um, as far as Mary goes, Rob, I had a sweet spot for him because I feel like he was kind of like that friend that sticks. I mm-hmm. granted it was his lawyer, Vic's lawyer. But at the same time, I'm like, he stood by him and he tried to even be a friend aside from the lawyer. Like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? Like, here, let me advise you. Like, I'm I'm not wearing my lawyer hat on right now. I'm wearing my friend hat and I'm telling you. Um, So something about that with him just really stuck to me. And I'm like, that's the kind of person I would want by my side. And then kill. I, I would kill Alex's dad. And I know he might be one of those innocent bystanders. But he fixed the whole, her short marriage. And I feel like, so their family was famous or infamous or whatever. They're rich people. Everybody knows about them. And he paid reporters off so that nothing would be written about Alex's short marriage and Alex's dead husband, surprisingly dead husband. And I feel like if, if maybe if it would have been out, and I know this, it's a lot of ifs, but if it would have been out in the tabloids, maybe Vic would have heard about it and he would have been like, oh, that's that crazy rich girl versus just that's that rich girl that wants me, mm-hmm. you know? He, and he would have known who the husband actually was, which wasn't somebody who looks exactly like him. Well, on top of that, he, he even touches on, or he touches on how, like, a lot of his her photos of him were photoshopped. Mm-hmm. But I think he, was he really real? I think he did. Yeah. I think he did look like him, but he didn't have his scars. That was the mm-hmm. only difference. Yeah. But the pictures that Alex ha- see to me, I always picture Francis as this older man. 
No, he's he's not. She found yeah. him specifically because he looked like Vic. And then she took Vic's pictures thought, and photoshopped see, herself remember, into them. I do remember when she was talking about he's going to be perfect, but I don't think it was because he looked like... We should have asked you then. No, he, he... I don't think it was he because looked he like, looked like And then him. she took his pictures and photoshopped herself into them. So, oh, when Vic, gosh, so when Vic saw them, he was like, wait. Where's my scar? Her husband has my mm-hmm. scar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, so then, then he picked out no, that it no, was no. him. I know that that's what she did. But I'm saying I thought she picked him because he was willing to like fall in love really fast. And he was susceptible to. No, it's because mm-hmm. I think he, he looked, looked like him. Yeah. Hmm. I got a totally different vibe on that one. <laughs> I seriously, I thought. That's how, be, that's how I interpreted well, it. Well, see, and that, yeah, I guess. His dad, her dad was different. like the cleanest. Like he came yeah, exactly. That's up. why I would kill him because I'm like, you are enabling her so. to continue to ruin other people's lives, <laughs> like Kreia, that poor, yeah. mm-hmm. poor thing. Yeah. So yours, Heather? You finished? Yeah, okay. that was my kill. Was Alex's dad? Okay. Um, Ooh, I would kill Alex. Um, I don't mind some crazy. I just think she was too extreme for me. Like yeah. all the monitoring. I, I don't know. I just couldn't put up with that. And then it's the stalker. I didn't like how she killed her husband either by injecting him between his toes. Like that's very sneaky to mm-hmm. me. You know, I just I don't know. I couldn't. And then my fuck would be Vic. If Alex is willing to shell out seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for his sperm, and for her him to basically have sex with her, I mean, he has to be good. I would think. She's I hoping. would think so too. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. You know. She's hoping. So. <laughs> right. I, I mean, know, she I'm made like, it seem like it was really fantastic. Now that I think back, I'm like, hmm. Because he was very, he his life to me seemed very, mon- very mundane. I think mm-hmm. that's where, when they started describing his life, that's where yeah. I was like, oh, he's blah. a little yawn, you know? But, I mean, if she was obsessed with him, I would guess there's something intriguing. I for protection of him, yeah. like his persona, his, yeah, whole his mentality yeah. of life. And- or I also think of him as that, like that sexy professor you know what i mean just because i knew he was teaching somewhere and mm-hmm. then stop if i fuck him he'll give me a pay right <laughs> and then for my um for my mary i also chose rob i think he was the most level-headed out of the whole bunch in the book and he was very loyal and stood by vic i was telling him you need to be honest with your wife yeah he was like, you know such a good he friend. he like i don't know he, he stood out to me yeah i just have this whole thing anti-thing about Lawyers. <laughs> lawyers are liars and you haven't watched Liar Liar by Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's the only lawyer out there. Okay, we're going to think he's the only lawyer out there that's not going to lie. He's going to protect her. Well, or like you have to lie because you're held against privilege, you know? Yeah. That brings us to our small, small business, business shout out. So this week's small business shout out goes to Rainbow Punch Press. They have these the cutest, most amazing book accessories. If you love to show people, bam, I'm a reader. There's they sent us okay, so these beautiful pins. One of them says, "Well read, bitch," which was my favorite. Well read, bitch. If something doesn't describe me better than that, I mean, <laughs> come on. And then they sent a cute one that said, reading is dreaming with eyes wide open. And we mm-hmm. all know our rom-com queen over here, Miss Heather. <laughs> She's all about the love. <laughs> yes. And in case you haven't heard Carisha's little 
saying it's just the tip. Okay, guys? Just the tip. And she means the tip of the fucking knife. Okay, so don't get too excited. <laughs> and her pin is my girl gang is a book club. So yes. very fitting of us bookworms over here. <laughs> hey, shout out to your book Shout out to you guys. Thank you at Rainbow Bunch Punch, Punch Press. <laughs> um, what do you guys think we should read next? I say we dun, throw in a rom com. You would. <laughs> <laughs> but I we shall like, agree. We have been a little dark lately. Yeah. So I think we should read Simmer Down. It simmer sounds down. really good. I think it's time for us to simmer down <laughs> <laughs> and get some rom com in our lives. <laughs> well, we just need to bring in some of that rom com lightheartedness. Yeah. yeah. We love you guys. We love all books. You know, I'm down for anything. I'm freaking wild card over here. So. Simmer down, it is. Sounds yeah. good. Should we clink to that, guys? Yes. Clink. Yes. All right. See you guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye.